everybody, and welcome to Australian Survivor Talking Tribal. We are here, can you believe it, at the final three, joined once again by the king of the jungle, Luke Toki. Thank you. Can you believe it, final three? Man, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, we've been waiting for this moment, and I think we've got great, uh, three great finalists, and look, I'm still rooting for my boy Dave, but I think that it's, uh, this final challenge could be anyone's. Uh, it's endurance, it's gonna be, you know, maybe the weather's gonna be uh, an issue. I'm excited. Yeah, we've seen some pretty epic final challenges, haven't we? Like actually yeah. taking people to the extreme limits of what they're capable of doing. Last year we had a seven and a half hour challenge. Mm. You know, I don't know what I'm uh, bracing myself for, but we have Dave there that's a uh, very dominant in challenges. We have Sean there that she's proven. And um, look, Mo's, uh, could she be a dark horse? We, uh, we'll have to wait and see. So back with us on the couch as we do every week podcaster, survivor, absolute genius, Shannon Gus, welcome back. Thank you. I know your blood pressure starts to rise and your excitement builds. This is what you live for this end of the season. <laughs> Let's start off by talking a little bit about Brooke. I mean, she has been an absolute <clears throat> warrior. What an epic game she's played. Uh, Brooke, if only mm. she could have won a couple more. That was yeah. like you. It was the yeah. same thing. You were winning. Mm. We wanted you to get that little bit further to get to it. Final two yeah. was so so tricky from 24 mm. people, but it's a tough one. I think that final four is, is uh, it's make or break. You know, it really is. And there's so much on the line uh, when that challenge starts. You can see the intensity uh, from all the players. Um, you know, it really is. And it's it's emotional. It's super emotional if you win, lose. Well, I've only never felt the win, but <laughs> I've felt the loss, you know. And the loss is, you know, you've um, got six hours till you're potentially getting booted. And, and it's it's a long drag. Yeah, that's a tough one because it's similar to you in that, like, once you had lost that Final Four challenge, mm. like, there was so little you could do, if anything. Mm. Yeah. And she probably felt the same because it yeah. was the same as you where she would have probably beaten anyone, I think, including Dave at mm. the end. She had so many friends on the jury. She yeah. was such an underdog, mm. kind of like you. Yeah. Even Brooke had so many. It's yeah, like the did. Brooke thing. Yeah. But I cried probably more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, How could she have cried more than you? Yeah, yeah. Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> I mean, it was emotional for everyone, you know. It was even emotional for Dave, yeah. the point that he's like, I've finally beaten her, you know, because they had had a really incredible mm. rivalry when it came to the physical stuff. Yeah, it reminded me a little bit in Survivor Cambodia in the US. Jeremy wins the Final Four Challenge, Kelly Wentworth loses, and they're both sobbing. They both have their hand tied behind the back, their back because of the challenge, and they're both crying because it's that that emotional outlet. I mean, this challenge was a monster. It was like six challenges in one, and to come out of that mm. and win it or lose it, like, I honestly think they would, either one of them would be chalk pick to win it, the final three challenge, mm. and then either one of them would be chalk pick to yeah. win the final tribal council. So exactly. it's a $500,000 challenge. Just hypothetically, if Brooke had gotten to final three, what do you think that would have meant for the game and the dynamics? Because I think Mo and Sean, for the most part, had based so much of that final tribal around being with David. Mm. Yeah, not with Brooke. Um, look, I, I don't know. Look, I think, um, I think Brooke and Dave were both playing for their lives right at that moment. Um, I think Mo and Sean, you know, they didn't really get that far into the challenge. They couldn't yeah. even break the first um, leg. So... I feel like the emotions riding on them for, uh, at the end of that challenge was so much. And so when, you know, Brooke lost or Dave won, you know, everyone wants to see that, be at that final three. Mm. The feeling of being able to push, push uh, your, yourself mentally and physically to the test 
and to then lose it then, it'd probably be okay because you're like, man, I, I buckled at that point. But to lose and not get that chance to go up against that final three... I'm telling you, it hurts. Yeah. You know, it hurts. I mean, she's got a lot of friends and allies on the jury, so... Mm. But also massive physical threats. So if she had gotten to that final three, I mean, she's in potentially a credible position. Yeah, I don't see how she loses a final tribal council mm. with four Vakuma yeah. members who are auto-votes for her. She just needs one more. I could see, like, a Jackie definitely voting for her and probably some others because juries love an underdog story. Like, mm. we all love underdog stories, yeah. and you're rooting for that. And that person, you, you could see when, when they came in at the final five and she had the necklace, every time she had the necklace, the jury were loving it. Mm. And if she could get it at four and then at three to win away to the final two, they would have been so amped up on her performance, mm. like, she could not have lost. And that's why, while I commend her for fighting for her life, trying to get Mo and Shan to turn on each other, trying to send herself to fire. Like, it's just a broken argument because if they turn on each other... They've got to go they, against Yeah, her. like, she's yeah. like, I'll take you to the end and, like, we should hope that they know that's a loss and mm. there's zero dollars for second place, so... The idea as well is Brooke would have won five immunities. No-one's won five immunities. You're walking yeah, she would have had to win six, job. I think, as yeah, well, yeah. Well, even six. So she walks in with six, like, that's... Like, <laughs> how do you argue that... When you've taken down the golden god, potentially, you've, then you've gone through with such a good reservoir. Oh, man. Coulda, yeah. woulda, yeah. shoulda. Brooke's not watching because it's <laughs> yeah, like, it was there, but it was, it was hard, but it was, it but was there if she could pull do it off, you know what? You know? Sadly, her losing also gets... I get to see the Golden God go through uh, and, you know, now fight for his life. Mm. So, you know, there's win, winners and losers. And now <laughs> she can go on and become the next Bachelorette. Yeah, so... we put that out into the universe, uh... so it better actually happen. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, what about Tarzan, left on Monday? Uh, a really likeable, lovable player. Um, there wasn't much chance that they weren't going to vote him out, though. What were the other permutations that could have played out? Last week, I would have thought Sean was on the bottom of the alliance. I didn't think there would ever be a reason to take out Tarzan, like, especially for Dave. Like, Dave surely would never want to take out Tarzan. Mm. If, he can just, if they could have taken out Brooke if she hadn't won at five, then he and Tarzan are, like, this complete block at four. They definitely have two votes. They aren't going anywhere. So I'm sure he would have hated to lose Tarzan, but, like, he didn't have the numbers, so... Yeah, look, I'm, I'm um, on the fence with, at this stage, that if they knew Dave didn't have an idol... Would they have actually targeted Dave at this, at this point? Like, this might have been the point. But because he had an idol, it was just down the line. We're cutting, a, you know, his, his side man. I yeah. felt like that's how I felt like it, it all transpired. Um, and they knew that deep down, would Dave definitely pay an idol for Tarzan and leave himself vulnerable? There's no way. Yeah, I mean, you know? the other option was, are they going to vote? So the other option is, are they going to vote for Dave in the hope that he plays the idol on Tarzan, not on himself, but the last time he can play mm. it. Like, if they had pulled it off, it would have been the best move of all time and Dave would have gone down the, as the, the dumbest, dumbest player yeah, of exactly, all time. There's a reason, exactly. like, it didn't happen. Like, the mm. odds of him not playing it on himself and not getting to that four, I think, are pretty low. Even yeah. as much as he, I'm sure, wanted to save Tarzan. Yeah, but then I, I guess sometimes... We have seen crazy decisions in Survivor in the past. Do you kind of throw that bone out there hoping that something will stick? I just think at that stage, Dave has played a very strategic, a very strong game and to risk it at Final Five when you have certainty mm. to get to Final Four, like, that's a potentially the dumbest move ever. Yeah, there is no way. This game is a selfish game. 
unfortunately, yes, you still make great connections out there and you always make great connections. You will love these guys for the rest of your life. But out there, you're taking money out of your kids' mouths and giving it to someone else's, you know? And that's the truth. And you have to be selfish in those moments. And it, Dave did right there. I mean, and in the end, you know, that idea that he showed pretty much everyone mm. his idol, apart from Brooke, you know, had no negative repercussions for him. In fact, it actually brought Sean closer to him. Do you think it could have played out differently if the girls had told Brooke about his immunity art? I think he got a lot out of showing his idol. He obviously has kept Sean so close to him to the point where she has wanted to go to the end with him, and I think maybe that idol was a big part of connecting him there. But mm. I would take issue with saying there was no downside, because if he hadn't mm. showed them the idol, there is a chance that then he has more control. He gives them that information, then they're, they're in the power seat. So they know to vote for Tarzan. In a different world where they don't know, they might vote for him, and then he has the power to maybe idol out Sean and take Tarzan through to the final four. So I think he did lose a little bit by making the idol public, um, but obviously he gained so much from it beforehand that I can't be that mad at it. But yeah, the yeah. girls, they, they so they blindsided Brooke again for mm. no reason. Mm. So that they were going to work with her, yeah. um, shocked Didn't her there. Her. She is going to be a juror, but I guess it mm. is what it is at this point. Well, I feel like they've just really had no intention at all in, like, moving forward with Brooke. I feel like, sadly, she won multiple immunities and that's the reason why she progressed in the game. Uh, Tarzan, obviously, he confided in David that, that all he wants is to be with him. Is there something about Tarzan's loyalty that makes him quite a special player? Not someone who potentially could win, but someone who stands out for those attributes? I, I think Tarzan is just one of those stand-up guys that he just he, he tells you, that's my word and that's what it is, you know? He's not a conniving guy. He tries his hardest in challenges. And the beautiful thing is if I ever play with Tarzan... You get it. You know me and exactly Tarzan are solid, do. brother, right yeah. from the start. Mm. Because I know that he's going to be with me. Um, and he just... Yeah, he's got... He, he just... Um, he finds people that he's warm to, has good relationships. And I feel like he really wanted to go uh, further in the game. And potentially he's seen Dave as a good ally and you know, that's what I mean. Well, it becomes really tricky as well for the other players because Tarzan's such a different player. You know, most players go out there and their main intention is to win. And for Tarzan, I don't I don't think it's true. I mean, he said mm. to Dave he was happy to sit next to him knowing that he would lose. And we saw that the first time he played, he sacrificed himself for exactly. Tess. Mm. And we just saw that four-episode arc of him doing that and being that person played out over the whole season. So it's interesting if you're his opponent because he's this kind of like a movable chess piece yeah. and you're trying to work your way around that obstacle and if you can harness it like Dave did, you're good to go. But if you're against it, it's really, really difficult because you can't appeal to that person's sense of self-preservation because he doesn't have it. Do you think... I love that uh, Tarzan that you just said, the immovable <laughs> chess piece that you just have to work around. That is... Yeah. Do you think David knew going in that Tarzan was that type of player, was that type of character, and to have him close by would be absolutely essential going forward? David picked the yeah. best allies. Like, it cannot be a coincidence. He's had Mo, Mo's loyalty for so long. He had Zach for a while, um, to have Tarzan as well, and now he's somehow got Sean, who, like, wants to take him to the end because she's the kind of player who thinks taking big players to the end is, like, a winning move, even though she did lose by doing that before. Like, the way he's, I guess, read people and found those connections and, and like, no, those connections yeah. has to be a credit to him. It can't yeah. be a coincidence that no. he picked all the best allies and they no. were all loyal to him. He uh, he worked on his relationships really, really well this um, this season, you know. And I just think 
you know, him aligning with Matt Rogers early, paid dividends with Mo on top of it. And I just feel like uh, Mo already had a good alliance, good tribe swap, joined up, and he's just been um, also being able to control the votes and put out who he wants. He's been getting all these revenges. It's been great to watch. Everything's revenge, right, yeah. Dave? Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> you know, you looked at me funny and now yeah. we got revenge, yeah. <laughs> Can we talk a little bit about Shan's thinking? Yeah. You know, she clearly wants to take David to the end. You know, she's been at the end yeah. herself. She has a good feel, you would think, of how to get there and how to navigate within the jury. But it feels like she might be misreading this again. Is that potentially how you see it? Uh, look, you know, there's... Uh, you know, so, for instance, there's Shan and Mo and Dave. Now, yeah. Dave can still lose... And it goes to Sean and Mo, and as if Sean wins, who's she taking? Well, she'll have to take Mo. You'd think. Which she, but she said this multiple times yeah, that she wants but, to. Yeah, but she also said she was going to blindside Dave with an idol, and then she didn't. So she sometimes says things and maybe doesn't follow through. So there's always a good chance that Sean wins, Mo wins, they take each other, and it comes down to who who argues their case. I I could see Sean taking Dave because she's done it before. She had the easy beat against Brian Lake, and she took. Shane because she thought the jury would respect the big move. Mm. She thought that the jury would disrespect her for taking someone they dislike so much. But that is, that's a fallacy. Like, if juries don't like someone so much mm. that mm. they disrespect you for taking them, then they're not going to vote for that person. So I hope she doesn't make the same mistake. Because she has told us in voting confessionals, yeah. in actual confessionals, she's obviously Everything. saying it to Dave, but you can take mm. that with a grain of salt. But if she goes and takes Dave, that would be like historically tragic. Yeah. For her to make the wrong decision, because I don't know if she'd beat Mo, but she'd have a way, way, way better chance yeah. than against Dave. So if she makes the wrong jury decision twice at a final three, yeah. we've never seen anyone do that twice, 500, that would be a million dollars then. She, a million dollars She could States. be blindsiding the whole viewer because when she's walking up there going, I am taking Dave to the end as a shield, Maybe we get to the end and she goes, nah, just joking. Why was she joking? Yeah, why is yeah, she lying to the audience? I don't know. She like, I'm have taking a, her in her work. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, yeah, of course. And do you know what? She probably would take Dave. And it would be potentially the biggest mistake again. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. You know, But I'm hoping for Sean's sake, she sees the logistical side of taking Dave. I mean, I should Because be Dave, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I can't understand uh, where... Well, I do think that, like, if you if you take choose the, the decision to take someone to the end, if you make mm. that wrong decision, it's the biggest mistake in Survivor yes. because it's right at the end. You can't say shoulda, coulda, woulda. Mm. It's one door you win, one door you lose. You like, it's very, very hard to go back and and Choosing... look back at that with retrospect. If she does it twice and makes the same mistake yeah. twice, like, I just I, I really think in Survivor, um, choosing a better player to go to the end with as a move is a bad move. No one's it's over, it's historically, historically that but, ever works. But it's like it's like all of a sudden but for their own, you know, maybe their own pride or their own um, way they see the end is like, I'm gonna take the best and I'm gonna chop them down. I don't know if this is the right idea, and I don't think it's ever going to be yeah, the right idea. Well, they'll vote for the best, because that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, to be the best, you have to beat the best. Look but who's in, on the jury. In Survivor, on the way, yeah, to yeah. The way you yeah. beat them is you vote them out, and exactly. then you beat them, and then exactly. you sit next to someone worse or equal to yeah. you, and then you win. What about if Mo wins immunity? She takes She'll Sean. take Sean. Yes, yeah, of course. That's, she, that's what she, well, she's never, she's never sat in confessional and told me she wants to take Dave, mm. which is at this point a credit to her, yeah. and that's the bar that I'm looking at now. I, yeah. Obviously, that immunity challenge where Brooke was just pipped, I mean, it would have been a heartbreaking moment for her. But 
If you look back, she had a lot of immunity challenges where she just won or just lost. I mean, I think when they were on Exile Beach, she just got home mm. at one stage. Um, what is it like to be that close on such a big immunity challenge? Is this uh, a, the Make Luke Cry challenge? Like, bring yeah. back some memories? Yeah, oh, look, you know... Was, no one was, gets to leave until Lucas cry. I think <laughs> if anyone can explain how that top four feels like, it's me. Mm -hmm. yeah, and um, it is... <laughs> you don't want to say your game's ended there, like, because, you know, you always got a chance, but I, I grovelled. Like, yeah. and for a grown man to grovel and say, please, 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 let me go to fire. Yeah. Um, it was pathetic. Yeah. You were like, just one argument. <laughs> please. <laughs> You're like, there's enough. I'm holding onto their leg. Um, but it's so, it's so hard to lose there, you know. And, and um, Book's a great player. <laughs> mm. She is like, anyone that can win four immunities and be like that and play such a great social game. Come from the bottom, man. Like, she deserved it just as much as those other two. I know you say you grovelled, mm. but in your heart of hearts, when you got pipped in that challenge oh, yeah. at that moment, did you know it was over? Uh, yes, yeah. I felt like it. I was... Um, and, you know, like, it's for me, it's still about being a good sport. So even when you get eliminated and, you, you know... Um, you know, I kind of got up and walked over and I give um, Harry a hug and, you know, I kind of was like, you know, happy, super happy for him. You know, I felt like it was, you know, mm. I really should have won that one. I lost, you know, and even when I got voted out by Pierre and didn't get fired, I was still kind of left, you know, because it's just in my um, DNA to be humble. But the moment my torch got put out and I had to walk down that little hill, everything came out. One hit, you know, and it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was like it was in the dark and it wasn't like, very good. I don't think it was like We call record. players like you and Brooke Rob Goddesses, mm. so that's what you yeah. could, oh, could goddess. take that to the yeah. bank. <laughs> uh... Who else is there? There's uh, Mish, oh, so many Michelle, people, yeah. oh no, but Aussies. Yeah, oh. uh, so there was Brooke, me, uh, Shawnee was one, Shawnee, once upon she came yeah, forth. And yeah, and Mish. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so I'm part of the goddess group. And Flick eh? for season one. Oh, and Flicky, all, you know, yeah, and all Flick, yeah, Flick around. played a great game yeah. season one as so well. That class and that humility, that's why the nation loves you, <laughs> you magnificent bastard. <laughs> um, but the nation also loves Brooke. Um, she was a hell of a player, an absolute warrior this season, and Luke caught up with her earlier, is what she had to say. Welcome, Brooke. Welcome to Talking Tribal. Um, welcome to officially, uh, I'm welcoming you into the Robbed Goddess Club that I'm a part of. Oh. Uh, the Evictee, fourth. Um, it's uh, sad to see you here, but I've got some uh, really very serious questions for you. So um, I want to know you have played from the bottom the whole game, pretty much. Yep. Uh, how do you, do you stay so motivated and, and focused? I don't know. For me, it's been completely different to the first time I played because last time I played, I was kind of calling the shots the entire time. So I wasn't prepared to play from the bottom the entire game. So I think for me, it's just I just know my family would be cheering me on. And also it's half a million bucks. So mm. push through, babe. Yeah, it, um, it must be depressing at times thinking, oh, I'm always I'm probably going to lose here. Yeah. And then then you win the immunity and you kind of go through and you always did it with a smile on your face. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Pre, <laughs> every, before every challenge, I'd always be like, OK, we can't lose this. It's like there's so much pressure on this. And I think that I'm going to psych myself out, but somehow pulled through, um, which I'm really proud of. Mm. One of the biggest uh, moments in the game is when you blindsided flick. Did that feel like how you imagined it in your head? Um. Yeah, I mean, 
I knew that I, I really wanted to get her before she got me and I thought I'd feel a lot better about it. But to be honest, I felt really guilty and I'm like, I don't know how she managed to do it season one. I, I, I really felt bad. Um, I say with a uh, massive yeah, smile yeah, on my face, like, I felt so bad. <laughs> so, you know, you were a uh, challenge beast out there. You, you won a lot of uh, immunities. Which one felt the best? Probably the one that I actually beat your record. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to take a step yeah, out of you there. Yeah, um, yeah. No, for me, it was, it was the one that was swimming and then finished with that another day in the game puzzle. Because for me, like, that was the point where everyone was really gunning for me and I knew that I had to win that and I came really far from behind and I remember just looking down that puzzle and everyone was struggling and in my head I was just like come on you got to do this for another day in the game and that's when I looked down and I was like oh my god <laughs> another day in the game <laughs> and it all just came to me so quickly um and I loved watching that back. What challenge do you reckon was your hardest out of the whole season? Um definitely the the last one that I lost to Dave mm. um the puzzle pieces were bloody heavy and I was trying to <laughs> trying to keep up with yeah. him and trying to pull them under the net was brutally like that just killed me and then finishing off with such a like you had to be so still and focus and at that point I was shitting myself like absolutely freaking out that Dave was going to beat me and mm. yeah I think I was my own downfall there like I really got in my head started shaking and yeah that's the one that sent me packing. Yeah. Yeah, how, how, how tough was winning the immunity that you had to put AK on the chopping block? Oh, my God. That, yeah, I actually didn't even feel that happy for myself when I was there because, mm. like, I knew that that meant AK was gone and AK and I had the best relationship. We were together from day one. We were always looking for idols together. He was always, like, cuddling me, just being, like, such a good person to be around. He just really made me mm. feel like I wasn't missing home too much. So... Yeah, when I lost that, I knew that meant he was going home and, oh, God, I had to really hold back the tears. Yeah, did you really feel like when you went into the game that AK would be someone that you would, um, you know, gel with so well? Yeah, I mean, I've always, like, you know, social media, whatnot, I've seen what AK's like and I know he's the kind of person that I do. Like, I really like those positive, mm. fun energy um, kind of people and that's definitely AK. So I knew going into the game that I'd get along with him but I also knew that he was really strategic, a bit sneaky, a bit of a snake. But, yeah, once I got there, I just really trusted him and I just really loved being around him. How do you feel with Shan uh, <laughs> and the rock situation um, and then her not really siding with you? Yeah, look, what, it was a real stretch for us. Like, we we knew how close Shan was with the Makuta Alliance and it was a real stretch, but... To be honest, the odds were definitely not in our favour if we were to go to rocks. So for me, it wasn't worth the risk. Um, mm. And, you know, having been completely, like, on the bottom, just having the tiniest bit of hope can mean the world. So even though we didn't really trust her, there was part of me that was like, OK, like, what if she does come with us? Mm. So, yeah, when she didn't, that was really disappointing and um, definitely didn't trust her again after that. So how do you feel knowing that now you have the most immunity wins across all of Australian Survivor, across all seasons? Yes. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> you are the official challenge beast. Yay. Mm. I'm so happy about that. Um, I remember, like, when I first got the call to come back into All Stars, I, I was nervous. I was like, okay, everyone's thinking that I'm coming back to reclaim my title, like, sorry, reclaim my title as being the challenge beast. Um, mm. And what if I didn't live up to those expectations? But... Yeah, I did even better than season one and I couldn't be happier. I think I, yeah, really, really showed everyone what I was made of. 
Is there any move uh, during the game that you feel like you could have changed or done differently that might have got you a bit further? Um, I feel like part of me does think, like, what if I did what Dave did initially and got on, got in with the Matt and Mo alliance from the beginning? I did have a good relationship with Mo, but it wasn't on that deep strategic level that Dave managed to manoeuvre while we were um, on the first beach. So, yeah, part of me is like maybe if I did have this playing the middleman, um, playing both sides, that could have helped me. Yeah, do you think that Dave's seen you as a threat because you were just so good at challenges? I think so. I did try to tone it down at the start. Um, there were a few challenges that I actually threw. I think a few people could tell, like the one where you were holding the pots or holding that thing that we had to keep from falling onto the tiles. I um, just slipped um, because I didn't want people to think that I was a bigger threat than I was, but it didn't last very long because I'm very competitive. <laughs> well, that could have been like five immunities right there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I really messed up. <laughs> I think um, if you made it to final two, you would have been a very, very good chance at winning. Um, Thanks for how that. How <laughs> do you think you would have convinced the jury to uh, say, for instance, um, you know, give you that sole survivor. Yeah, I think for me, my my main pitches were, you know, I did control a lot of the moves pre-merge. I managed to stay in a power couple for 30 days without being targeted. I had Lockie as my shield. Um, I won a shitload of challenges, um, even the ones that, you know, everyone thought weren't exactly my forte. I managed to pull through for those. Um, and I just played a really good social game. I managed to form bonds with absolutely everyone, even the people on Makuta, um, and I had no bad blood with anyone. So, yeah, I think for me that was something that really helped me to get the votes at the end if I did make it. And the pre my whole alliance is practically the jury, so <laughs> I think I would have got some coin. Look, as a member of the jury, um, what does the uh, potential finalists have to do to win your vote? Uh, I definitely want to see someone who's made big moves and not necessarily obvious moves, but moves that they can prove they made. And mm. because the final three have all been in this one alliance, a lot of their moves kind of get cancelled out because they're all kind of making those moves. So I need someone to stand up and say I was the person in charge of all of this and this is why I need to win and definitely someone who's been good in challenges. That's something that is really important to me and something that I think the all-star sole survivor should have. Yeah, I agree. Um, so did you feel like when um, Mo and Sean decide to pick Dave and go, you know, forward with Dave, do you think it was a bad move? Absolutely. I had been trying to tell them for so long that... You know, no one can really go up against Dave. He's an mm. absolute weapon. And, you know, he's done so many big things and also a lot of sneaky things that could possibly win him the game. So the fact that they wanted to get rid of me, who was the only person who probably could beat him in the challenge, um, I just didn't see the sense in it because, mm. you know, I, I do know that I had a lot of people on the jury, but Dave's a much bigger threat than I am. Why did you think Dave chose them to go forward with the game? Um, I don't think Dave really wanted to sit with me at the end because, one, I do have a lot of friends on the jury and also I, I think he knows that I played a good game. I, I think that I played a good game. So, um, yeah, I think he was a bit intimidated by me. Good old DG. Who do you think is going to take it out of these three? Um, I think it's between Mo and Dave. I think that Dave's going to take home the title and I think Dave absolutely deserves it. So I really hope that's the case.
Well, Goddess Rook, welcome to uh, the Rob Goddess group. Thank um, you. Thanks for coming on Talking Tribal. Um, yeah, you know, played a great game. Thanks, Lukey. And I'll see you at reunion. Yes. Woo! Welcome back. This is Talking Trial. Now we're going to spend some time looking at our final three and the journeys they've taken so far. Let's start with Sean. And uh, if you need a little reminder, here's her journey so far. I work as a criminal barrister. I address juries regularly, but the survivor juries are very different. To get so close to winning, it's devastating. It really is. Like it, it was hard for me to deal with for a while. I was so goddamn close last time. One vote. When you worked so hard. It was a dream. And it was taken from me. So that's why I'm back here. I want to I wanna go all the way and I want to win it. I won't settle for anything less. Yes! Congratulations. I feel on top of the world today. I can't believe that I've made it this far. Shot with immunity. I thought day one, people would be gunning for me straight up, uh, and I can't believe they haven't taken me out yet. Unity is yours. You are safe tonight. I sit in the middle of the tribe right now because I am the swing vote between two alliances. Cheers. Cheers. You're with us, right? Yes, of course. Okay, seriously, I'm on board, 100%. The people that we've got left in the game are some of the best players we've ever seen in Australian Survivor. David is an excellent game player. He's always thinking about the long game, I want to be one step ahead of him. If Dave does something weird like play his idol for Tarzan, then everyone goes on Dave saves me. Okay? An insurance policy. Yeah. Okay, do you see it from that perspective? Yeah. It's saving my house. Okay. Taking Dave to the end could be seen by some as the biggest mistake you could make in Survivor. But at the same time, such an all-star move to take such a big player to the end, and that's why I deserve the title of Soul Survivor. I won't get to the end. I'm not doing it to come second. It's not going to happen again. All right, well, she's played one hell of a game again. She's gone deep once more. But the big question is, has she done enough or is she going to get pipped at the post once again? She's played an interesting game and it's a, mm. not always an easy game to sort of ride that middle the whole way. It's so skillful. I mean, to, to ride the middle for this long takes a lot of skill. To lie to people's faces and have them believe you, even though they have no reason to believe mm. you, so consistently, I think is really skillful. I think she might have been really hyped up on those skills for maybe too long to the point where it became damaging for her game with the jury. Mm. And now we're at the, the crunch time because now the jury is going to come into play and yep. this is where she may suffer. Uh, yeah, look, Shan's uh, obviously an incredible social player. Everyone I speak to says they love Shan. And I've just, I haven't uh, met her yet, but I know that she's such a very nice lady. Um, I feel like that's definitely one of her strongest parts of the game. She's able to sit in the middle, be friends with everybody, and she gets information, stores it, and uses it however she wants. I'm worried about how she's managed the jury with that move, with the Vakama. I don't know how that's going to affect her. It could be respected, maybe not could be hated and people were like, nah, if you get to the end, screw you. So I'm worried to see how that will transpire when she gets to the end. And also, has she learnt from her mistake from last time? 
or is she going to repeat it? That's the big question if she makes it to the end. Yeah. The thing about her is she does play a great social game, but and she doesn't look like it, but she's actually pretty handy physically, you know? Mm. She mm. stands up when it comes to the crunch. Mm. Um, so I think that she's got a few points that could win over the jury, but I think you're right. When you do ride the middle for so long, you have to get to the point where you're like, now is the time to strike, and that may be the only thing that's going to work against her if she does manage to get to that final two. And I wouldn't see that as bitter, like, especially because mm. they've made it so explicit and so strategic that they were openly talking about how her, like, their jury votes for her were contingent on her sticking with them for that just one vote at final seven, which she didn't do. Then it becomes way more than personal. It's not just like a personal vote. It very much is a strategic tool. And I do think that, you know, she, she offered that. She offered, she said, as, as they sat there, as she begged them not to draw rocks, <laughs> she said, why would I do that? I'd be saying goodbye to jury votes. And unfortunately, once you put that out there and you've put it out into the domain, mm. that is their prerogative. So. She pretty much sunk that whole company, you know? As, <laughs> if you thought of them as employees, she didn't just take an employee and said, look, we, you know, just she lose She fired employee. the whole department. Yeah, fired the whole department <laughs> and then expects that they're going to, um, you know, pay back a favour, which, uh, as I said, we, we have to wait and see. Well, I think there's two really interesting points that I'm interested mm. to see from her in the finale. The first is... You know, okay, if Dave wins and takes her, that's that's boring. He'll wipe the floor with her. If she wins, I'm really interested to see if she makes the right jury decision mm. where she didn't last time. But if she takes Mo, that's an interesting matchup it for is. me. Because mm. like Mo, I feel like she's put off the minority just personally, socially, they didn't gel. But she's never like betrayed them in a really like crucial way. Mm. She just was the enemy. Whereas Sean, they probably like her more, they worked with her more, but then it became a more personal betrayal. So mm. these like these very two different reasons they won't want to vote for them. If um if Sean does make it to the end, um potentially she walks in with the necklace, goes with Mo, and then is Mo going to claim moves that people won't be happy with her claiming, mm. you know? Mm. Uh, there's also that. So That'd be a great matchup. Honest. And I think that if she does walk in with the necklace and makes the right decision to take Mo, she's like rectified the mistakes of the past, so that's on her resume as well. Whereas, like, if Mo wins the necklace and takes Sean, then it might yeah. seem like she's dragging Sean. So I think with a matchup as close as Mo and Sean, and I genuinely don't know which way it would go, it would all pretty much lie in Vakuma's hands because I think old Makuta would largely go with Mo. But I feel like with a matchup so close, even something like winning the final challenge can be a deciding factor. Yeah, it'll take a hell of a final pitch from either of them, I reckon. But let's have a look at Mo's journey. She's played an interesting game and uh, some people love her, other people not so much. I'm a big fan, but let's exactly see how she's gone this season. Last time I didn't get to show Australia what I could do or how dangerous I could be and I'm back to go all the way. I'm going to play the game, but it's going to be really quietly. And it's going to be from the shadows where nobody knows what I'm doing because I'm basically going to call the shots with the cards close to my chest. I know everything that's happening. I'm watching everyone who they're talking to. I mean, they don't even know I know how to play. See, trust is hard in Survivor. And that's definitely something you have to earn from me. You can't trust David, so you've got to stay on your toes. I've put people around Dave that I trust more than anyone else in this game. So Dave can't make a move of them because they're my people. Mo is out for blood! Because Mo is a gangster. For me, moving forward, I'm in a very comfortable position. I've got loyal people around me. I make all the decisions in my alliance. Nothing gets said unless it comes through me. Who's going to burn through first? Moana's fire is ablaze now. And that's it! Yeah, Moana is back in the game! Moana. 
my family back home is why I'm here. I want to start a family with my wife. I want to help take care of Vinny. I want to do all of that for my family. I will not walk out without fight. I'm here to win. Well, Mo's got a pretty good story. She's played a hell of a game, playing from the bottom, getting revenge, pulling some strings, being the puppet master at some stages. If she makes it to the final two, do you think the jury will be convinced that she played a winning game? Well, Mo's <laughs> whole game is like, I'm in the shadows, you don't know what I'm doing, which will get you far, but this is where it comes down to the wire because the jury need to know. So I think if she gets to a final tribal council, she would have to explain her moves really intricately. Like, mm -hmm. it can't just be like, I was playing, you guys didn't know. It has to be like, example, exhibit A, exhibit... B through Z, like, these are the little moves I was making, because she did make those little moves, but then she has to really vocalise it in a convincing way. And you think that's possible in that format, like, to be able to go to such detail and convince the jury to the point where they're like, oh, I didn't know that that happened, but now that I do, that's going to sway my vote? Look, I think if you see uh, Mo right from the start to the end, she's, um, she's quite she pipes up in tribal council. She has an opinion. She uh, will let it be known. And she does hold a good, you know, conversation and a, and a good argument in, in some of those things. I, as you said, I'm a little bit worried if um, she starts claiming moves um, that potentially, you know, oh, yeah, I, I brought you all the way to the end or I used you. And it's like, well, no, because no big. one hates, no one likes that. If you're told that you were a part, like, brought to somewhere. You were always brought somewhere. It's like, no, we work together to get at the same ending uh, spot. So I think Mo, um, she's got a great backstory. I think she's um, she's played very well uh, with the fire. She had two great um, stories there. She also um, has had quite a strong relationship with the jury. And I think she also nearly got voted out at the start. So... Um, Look, will she win the necklace at the end? Could be deciding uh, 500000 What do you reckon would be a challenge that would suit her skill set for that final challenge? I don't think Mo's not a slouch in the challenge. No, I mean, no. she's like a professional it's sports actually, woman. Yeah. Like, I think like she might be the dark yeah. horse based on stats, but she could definitely win. Yeah, I, look, I, whatever the challenge is at the end, you know that um, the survivor gods will rain down hell on them for 20 hours if they <laughs> have to. Um, you know, I think Mo's... She wants it. She yeah. really, really wants it. You know, she stuck it out there last time. Yes, she did quit. I know there's a big, you know, people don't like people getting a second chance to quit, but I'm, sh I'm pretty sure she went, like, ten days of pure sickness. It wasn't, like, one or two. Like, she probably wrote it out to the point where she felt like she was going to die. So will she feel like she's going to die on this yeah. thing and quit? Or will she stick it out? I don't know, but I'm excited. <laughs> well, that final three <laughs> challenge is so often just, like, who wants it the yes. most, you know? Mm. Like, it is hard, but mm. it's also just, like, sheer willpower. So it can pretty much be anyone's game. But if she gets there, I think you're right. She can't just mm. be like, I was controlling the whole thing. You guys didn't know. It needs to be believable yeah. moves, true moves, detailed and specific moves. And she could do it because we've seen people like Christy Bennett, mm. some people in the U.S., outright win the game yeah. from their speech. I think mm. she would have some work to do, but mm. I do think in like a matchup with Sean, it would be close enough where 
th that would matter and they could come in undecided and she could convince them. The trouble with that is she's going up against someone who's been there before yeah. at that final trial and is also a trained barrister. Not that well, that worked for her last time. Yeah. Okay. Imagine a barrister versus like someone, like she's like the criminal, you know. She got the, she got, <laughs> she got the Adidas hoodie, you know. She's in the, she's in the uh, alleyway and then all of a sudden you've got the barrister. Like, that'd be a good one. Well, last time it was a thing with Sean where it was like the barrister versus the Olympian and this yeah. was like... Sean's sport was being the barrister. Ironically, mm. Sean had won the most immunity. So she was like, became the athlete, but then she lost it in her domain. So I don't think that she's a slam dunk to win a final tribal. I've not seen Mo speak up at a final tribal. I'd be interested to see it because I don't know that that matchup no. to me is crazy. Yeah, you just kind of feel like if she can speak from the heart, Mm. And like you're saying, she can articulate those moves and use the emotional yeah. element because she and does throw Sean have... Allen to the bus yeah. as well. That's oh, like yeah. the main part. Oh yeah, just kick oh, her yeah, out. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. run her over. Yeah, um, that's her chance at winning. That well, yeah. someone who has also done well this season, of course, is the Golden God David. I think it's fair to say he's the favourite going to the final episode. But here's a little refresher of his game this season. You can't have an all-star season without the golden guy. The thing I've learned is being likeable is so important in survival. Dave, you yeah. look sexy. I feel like everyone wants to play with me. But I'm here for revenge. Naughty, naughty. Look what I got here. The real deal. Oh man, that feels good. The golden god has risen again. <laughs> First time in the history someone is sitting on two idols. Yes! Yeah! David wins! Individual immunity! I got my original immunity idol. Oh, that's good. Her sister. Oh, that's good. Individual immunity. And I'm not sure which one suits me best, so I thought I'd better wear all three. No one man should have all this power because it goes straight to your head. Coming out here the second time, I've devoted like a full year of my life to be out here. To be able to win for my daughter and for my wife who have just sacrificed everything for me this year. Um, I've got more blood in the game this time. And I'm playing for the team. Survivor's ready. Go! David, whipping through that first obstacle. David's close. He gets it, he's in it now. Can he land that ball? And he does! David wins individual immunity. Safe tonight at Tribal Council. Guaranteed a one in three shot at winning this game. It's a long time to give up to not win. Yeah, it's been a pretty epic 40-odd days for David there. Mm. If he wins final immunity, you feel like he's going to be very hard to beat. Mm. Some may say impossible. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, uh, you know, he'd have to do a speech like Jericho's, <laughs> <laughs> where he, like, tells all his, like, nicest people, like, I whipped you, Tarzan, all the way to the end. <laughs> You're like still hung up on that? <laughs> Luke's still hurting from the fact that <laughs> Jericho called himself Santa Claus. <laughs> 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 I'm not hung up on it. You know, I didn't bring it up. Every, like, he can only lose if he calls the jury reindeer. <laughs> like, that very specific example. <laughs> yeah, look, I, um... 
the golden god. Like, uh, I played, you know, the whole last game with him. You know, I legit had coffee with him just before he headed it out. And, you know, we are talking about, you know, what he could do and what he should do. And I was just like, dude, just play how you played again. Just... You know, just trust your instincts because that's what you can do out there. And um, to see him here now in final three, it, you know, that, that that final four was, uh, you know, hard for me to watch because I was like, man, he might lose it here this morning. Like, I don't want him to lose it there. Like, he's played so he earns it, you know. To, to have that such enthusiasm and, and such um, electricity about those confessionals, like, you understand, he's tired. He's exhausted, he's hungry, he's like that, but he knows when he's in front of the camera, he's like, I'm also giving it to the fans, like the people that are watching, the people that are TV, and he's also doing these moves for himself to move. It's, it's, a, it's a juggling act. Apart you know? from, you know, trusting your instinct, yeah. what else did you tell him gameplay-wise to keep in mind when he went out there? Uh, look, I, I just think, like, maybe in the first time we played, he was a little bit um, arrogant, maybe, to some of the people that were on the bottom. He'd tell them, like, you've been told that you need to vote this way. Like, I'm telling you, this is how you... You know, it's, it's so abrasive, mm. and people like that even with his own alliances were like man dude Dave's like talking to these guys mm -hmm. like they're like scum or something um, but it wasn't the case he was just you know I think he was doing a bit for the TV making sure that they knew their place and rah rah this time he's look at his he's managed to convince Sean to take him in the end he's, he's managed to sit there and um, create such good bonds with Mo and Tarzan his social game is on fire. But the thing about Dave's game, like, if he were to win, he'd mm. be a completely different winner than we've ever seen in Australian Survivor because mm. we always see these more social beta... I mean, as social as he's mm. been, mm. like, these social beta-type winners win. And that's such a valid way to win, and the long game does kind of help that game style as well. But we just haven't seen an alpha player be able to get through yeah. all of the losses that you're bound to get in a 50-day game and... Dave's game has been crazy dominant, mm. but not without its losses. He lost Zach at a mm. point. He lost Tarzan. You know, obviously, the, the idols have now expired. Yeah, he's had real difficulties in this game. The tribe swap mm. could have been deadly for him, mm. but he's managed, to his extreme credit, to pick up enough allies and enough power that if he ever, like, lost in a way, he would just pick it up on the roundabout and get a win to the point where now, even if he loses that final challenge, he might still go through to the final two because he's picked up Sean and he's somehow talked to her and worked with her that she thinks that's in her best interest. So the dominance has been mm. crazy and yeah. I think that if we were, if he were to win, he would be the best winner in Australian mm. Survivor yeah. history and he'd be very, very different from the prototypical mm. Australian Survivor winner. And where do you think the biggest risks for him lie to say he gets through to the final two? Mm. Where do you think he's vulnerable, if anywhere? Nowhere. Yeah, look, I... Um, what could be the pitch from a male How can he blow the pitch up? Yeah. Uh, the pitch is, it was actually Luke this whole time. Yeah. He's sitting at home and getting fed. It's not fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, like, a arrogance. Pitch? Arrogance. If you just came out and said, I, I did this, I did that, I did this, and you weren't soft with your approach. And, and, but he you did know, do all those things. Yeah, no, yeah, no, but, there's, but it's becoming arrogant. Is su There's such a fine line in being like, I'm better than you. Because we are all even, you know. Unfortunately, people play different games and, you know, look at them. The two people that won got voted out first. So the idea is you still need to acknowledge other people's games and um, that's that's where I... I don't see him losing unless he gets... Um, Unless, Unless he breaks a leg on the way there and then yeah. they, they actually have to get the injury out. Oh, he gets injured out. Maybe that. Yeah. Oh. Where's his head on the... 
They could they could teleconference him in and do the final tribal yeah, council. I mean, like if like if Mo wins that final tribal council, she's not taking him. I don't think Sean, 50-50. But I think if he wins or gets taken. Especially if he gets taken, the jury would just be like, how? Mm. Because his allies have been making these moves that they think they get credit. Like, Zach and Exile is a great example. And then you've got AK and Confessional saying, Dave made you do that. It has mm. Dave written all over it. So whether he's actively doing it or just sending out his minions, yeah. the jury knows what's Have you up. been watching the jury a little bit? Yeah. So all of them have been kind of coming, being like, Dave got me out. And they're feeling that. They're not feeling, oh, Mo, or And they're not, they're not like, they're going, super Dave. heard about it. No, nah, they're not. Because they're that's still... like Dave's whole bravado. Yeah, you know. He can pull it off. It's like being got without feeling like you've been, you know, got. Yeah. Right? It's a bit How of How many times did I vote people out and people were like, oh, I still want Luke to win? It's jury management. He's yeah. able to manage the jury and he's able to manage the people that he votes off still while getting the move and them still want to vote for. And that's why... I'm imagining your coffee before because I feel like Luke was just like, Dave, just like be nice to people. Yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah. secret to my whole game. People okay, just see ya. Me. Yeah. Great to see you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, um, yeah. We're out of time, but it's uh, going to be interesting. Final three. However, it falls. What an epic season we've had of Survivor All Stars. One more episode to go. You can watch that finale on Monday at 7.30 on 10, followed by the reunion special straight after. Luke and I are going to bring you a very special episode of Talking Trouble from the reunion, including an interview with the one and only sole Survivor. That's going to be dropping on 10 Play on podcast and in your social straight after the finale. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you next week. Fearing the apocalypse? Brush up on your survival skills with every episode of Australian Survivor and the best of US Survivor on 10Play now.